Hey guys, welcome back to Deja On Demand. I'm your host, Deja Piper, and today we are going to be talking about a couple of things. So this episode is pretty divided because I have a couple of announcements I would like to make. So the first half of this episode will be the juicy stuff. Um, We're going to be talking about sexism and rape culture today. And the second half of this podcast episode is going to be more announcement based. Um, I have a couple of things that I am working on that I want to tell you guys about. And I also just wanted to give a little PSA about the podcast and what all is going to be happening now that I'm back in school. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. So, right into the first part of this episode, sexism. Now, the definition of sexism is the unfair treatment of people because of their sex, especially women. And that is basically what we were talking about. You will notice that the title of this podcast is Why Being a Female is So Hard and Other Things. (laughs) The other things will come later. So, sexism is something that begins in the English language itself. It is a reminder of how society thinks about women. Let me just give you an example. So say there is three women or let's do four women and two guys. So six people. They're at a luncheon and someone comes up and addresses them to tell them about something that's happening in the corridor. The person comes to them and says, hey guys, Jack and Robbie just got into a fight in the corridor. Now, what you heard was a normal greeting, correct? Mm, no, not correct. It is actually kind of offensive seeing as still only the men are addressed. And I'm being very technical here. Technically, only the men are addressed. Hey guys, guys, G-U-Y-S, not hey everyone or ladies and gents. We only hear men addressed as ladies when they're being taunted or doing anything remotely feminine and usually when they're doing something feminine they're called gay which is not okay because not every gay man is feminine just like not every gay girl is masculine but let's just get back to where we were (laughs) so if you were to address a group of boys in my generation as ladies most of them would be like, why are you calling us that? And they were somewhere far and you were like, ladies, come here. They would be like, who are you talking to? Why are you calling us ladies? We're not girls. But if, if it was reversed and a guy was calling out to a bunch of girls and he said, guys, come over here. Automatically, the women will know that they are being spoken to and they'll come. But they were referenced as guys and not girls. Do y'all see the problem? Do y'all see what I'm talking about? Sexism is very prevalent in the workspace and in school. A survey by a a consultancy. (laughs) A survey by a consultancy, McKenzie, and Facebook executive Cheryl Sandberg's leanin.org group found that men are 30% more likely to be promoted from entry-level 
to manager than women. Now, I can't speak about the workplace, don't have a job. I also can't speak for all the schools in the world or in the country, but by the amount of girls who post about sexism happening in their school, this is a worldwide issue. I myself have never been dress coded. One, because my mom will never let me walk out the house wear any kind of thing. And two, because of the fear of being embarrassed in front of my peers. Getting dress coded at school is something that I have witnessed and it would be teachers standing in the hallway and a girl is just walking and they call her out and they ask her like either how long her shorts are or they take her to an office where I don't know what exactly happens in there but maybe they measure her shorts. Um, That's what I've been told and there are certain girls who can get away with dress code and I just want to speak on this really quickly and then we could get back to the rest of this whole sexism spill certain girls can get away with wearing certain things at school let's say if you're wearing athletic clothing i know girls at my school they could wear some t-shirt and a shorts that have our school's name and logo on it and the shorts can just be regular running shorts and they won't get dress coded because they're so-called athletes you don't even know if they're athletes for real but those are the girls that tend not to get dress coded we also have if you're short and you're on the thicker side you're more likely to get dress coded thick girls in general are more likely to get dress coded skinnier girls can get away with wearing other types of shorts i know that I have a pair of biker shorts and they are technically within dress code but I do know that biker short material is very prone to riding up and when you're moving a lot and you're walking around school they'll ride up without you knowing and I just don't want to take the risk of not realizing that my biker shorts are coming up maybe like inch above where they're supposed to be and getting dress coded. I know of girls who have had a ruler put to their leg just to measure whether their shorts were exactly six inches above the knee. Now notice I said I know of girls so when you hear this next part I'm not sure if this is 100% true but I have heard of girls saying that if their shorts or their skirt was even a centimeter or like half an inch above where the dress code is you could get dress coded and basically what they do when you get dress coded is give you some sweatpants and a sweatshirt well they'll call your parents have them either bring you clothes and pick up your other clothes or they give you clothes and you're not allowed to change back into your regular clothes now we're about to get into our second topic for today and before we do that i would just like to say this these last three sentences transphobia is sexism if you discriminate against trans people i consider that sexism as said before sexism is the discrimination of someone based upon their sex sex meaning gender or in this case gender identity and that's just that's just period okay like what you hear so far make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode this podcast is made possible by you the listeners So, if you would like to join my Patreon, please do. The links are down below in the description. Thank you and enjoy the show. So, this next part is rape culture. Now, this is our second topic. I would say we have about four to talk about, um, but this is the last, like, juicy topic. The rest of them are just, like, announcements, as I stated before in the beginning of the podcast. So, this is one topic that 
makes my blood boil and it makes me want to cry at the same time because it is such a it is such a deep and like I don't want to say dark topic but that's all I can like manifest to say right now and if you don't know what rape culture is It is a term that was coined in the 1970s that was designed to show the ways in which society blames the victims of sexual assault and normalizes male sexual violence. It allows us to live in a society where it is acceptable to teach violence prevention as don't get raped instead of don't rape. This is kind of the same example when I was talking about schools and dress code. Instead of teaching boys not to like looking girls in a sexual way, they are teaching girls to cover up. Now, I completely understand not wanting people to dress inappropriately at school. I've seen some things and I know why dress code is there. But honestly, are shoulders really that inappropriate? Like that has been my question since like seventh grade. Are shoulders really that inappropriate? Like shoulders. Like, if a guy looks at my shoulders like, ooh, like, I like her. Ooh, she's so sexy. Like, my shoulders? Really? That's the part of me that you perceive as sexy? Like, granted, I don't want any guys to be looking at me like that because that's very uncomfortable. But my shoulders out of all places, it's just very weird to me and it's low-key funny to me. (laughs) But, so, at a certain age, you are taught to do certain things as a female to prevent men from looking at you in a sexual way or catcalling you or just anything. You are taught to defend yourself if a man ever attempts to make sexual advances towards you. And what I mean by a certain age, it depends on who your parents are. I know my mom talked to me at a very young age about a lot of things. And one of those things were like, like knowing how to say no and not letting men touch you and if you ever feel uncomfortable with a man in the room like don't hesitate to tell her like if I was going to a place where there was men like hey like if you ever feel uncomfortable or you feel like something's happening call me let me know I'll come pick you up we'll go home um you are taught to defend yourself And when I said that sentence a couple of seconds ago, one thing that flashed in my mind was seeing Instagram posts where you hear like or you see um, someone telling people like, hey, or telling women, especially like, hey, when you get in your car, crank it up and go worry about other things later because men are doing this or if you see like a van parked next to like your driver's side door go through on the passenger side so that you won't get so that you won't get kidnapped or like I know there was this one post about like men hiding under women's car so if like you're far away and you see something um underneath your car like don't go and bend un- don't bend underneath and look at it or if you see something on like your gas tank um thing just there's a lot and you're told to basically be careful of how you walk when you walk where you walk, what time, how you wear something, when you wear it, and what you wear. And say you're alone with a stranger or it's dark while you're walking home by yourself. There are all these different rules to follow 
and just like coming out of the grocery store and being careful of like vans around your car and things like that there are all these different rules that you have to follow and if you don't and something happens society tends to make it seem like it's your fault and honestly it's like sorry i can't keep up with the growing number of rules and warnings i'm supposed to adhere to because you don't want to tell males of this world to keep it in their pants and treat women like human beings instead you decide to teach women self-defense classes and how to prevent getting raped or if you are about to get raped what moves you can do or you're taught like if you are getting sexually assaulted or someone has their hands above your head like where to kick where to punch where to do all these different types of moves in order to get free i don't even know what else to say about this like this topic is very like heavy and it's a lot of tension that goes into it which is why i kind of wanted to take this first half to tell you about it and the second half to be more lighthearted and kind of more cheerful so that you could get out of that little sad spiral that i just put you in but if i could put rape culture into two sentences they would be well what were you wearing that night and he's a boy or man what do you expect and that that last sentence <laughs> really gets me because it's like what do i expect like are you kidding me i expect to be treated respectfully and not like an object or property that he feels he can do whatever he wants to and then treat me like trash when he gets tired because last time i checked women fought to not be property and yet we still get treated like it and now i'm not saying all this to say that all men are bad like slaughter them ex- make them extinct kill them all no what i'm saying is that those few of you out there that sexually harass women and rape women you i won't even say look deep within your soul because if you had a soul you wouldn't be doing this i'll say get help because those are the men that stick out those when there's so many good people around and then there's those bad seeds. The bad seeds tend to stick out more than the good men. And I'm not saying that men are the only ones that rape. Women rape too. There are cases. If you would like, I could put some in the description if I can find factual accounts. I will put it in the description. If not, we can talk about it in a later episode. But women rape too. And women who rape out there y'all like i don't know what to do like the women are murderers women are rapists like women do everything men can do and i say that like even i know some feminists like to turn their heads at that but women do everything men do usually they don't get convicted because people think that women are weak um it's not like everyone but when i say people i'm talking about some people And some people assume that women are just weaker and they can't do something like that. But women do rape. And going to get out of this little topic because really I can kind of talk about this all day. But I am not going to because I have some other things to say to you guys. And I want this to marinate in your brain. So like let's just take a moment of silence to let it soak in. Did it soak in? Good. So, that was so weird. (laughs) But, 
One of the things that I said in the trailer is that we have to create a better world for the future generation. And this is one of those things that we really have to talk about. And on this little sentence, while we're talking about this, I have some news, kind of. I am currently working on an organization where it's called North Star and it's a youth-led organization but basically our mission our mission is to help guide the future of people of color to equality by bringing justice through pushing bills bringing a voice by speaking out bringing equity by helping people of color communities and bringing guidance for those in need what will you bring oh my god i came up with that last one where i said what will you bring it sounds so cool if we ever had a commercial ooh, that's a good idea a commercial so our colors are purple and yellow and north star was created by i think it was isa north star the name he based it off of the idea the north star leaded the slaves to freedom and that's what we plan to do um so we have an instagram account it is called north star poc currently wednesday august 19th at there is only a one post but i will post more so hopefully by the time this episode goes up which is sunday at two if you didn't know if you're new to listening i should start addressing new listeners if you're new hi welcome I already love you because you just decided to listen to this and that's amazing. But um, hopefully by the time this episode goes up, we will have more posts introducing ourselves and who we are and what we do. So yeah, the last thing that I wanted to talk about is a little PSA. Actually, before we get into PSA, I don't even think I told you what we're working on. So our group is currently working on pushing a bill to criminalize racially biased 911 calls. It was introduced to the House in June, but it was never passed. So that is what we are working on and hopefully we can get it through. Oh my God. And after that, we'll start working on some more stuff and now we can get into the PSA. So public service announcement. I am in school, which means that I put school first before anything in this world. Well, not my mom, but I put school first. And if an episode is uploaded, it's recorded late and I have to upload it a little late, please forgive me. I may have to adjust the schedule at some point. I don't know. Right now it is working and Sunday is a good day for me. But I would like to let you know that that is why there is a lack of Instagram posts and not as much hype going around the episodes. And it's not just because we launched already and we don't need all that. Of course I need all that because I need more listeners, but I have school and that comes first. So after school, I work on my advocacy group and then I put podcasts. Now, usually it's the other way around, podcasts and advocacy, but this week has been advocacy then podcast um, because I had so many meetings this week and I just want you guys to know that that is what I am currently working on and also that school is taking up a lot of time right now and my schedule is booked and you know it's booked when that came from the depths of my stomach it was okay my schedule is like booked 
because not only do I go to school, like wake up at 5.30, start school at 7 and until 2. After that, I have to do homework for, and I would give that at least two hours. So I would say by 4 o'clock, I'm free. And then I start working on podcast episodes and typing up the podcast episodes. And then I also start working on what we need for this organization. So yeah, it's a lot. Please forgive me if I'm not as active on Instagram. I am trying to get more active. Instagram's probably like, it's just not my thing. And then I have a Facebook account, but honestly, the most I do on there is go on there just so the notifications can just stop. Because I get like one notification, I have to go and figure out what it is. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, But we have reached the end of the episode. And I would like to thank you for listening to Deja on Demand. If you like Deja on Demand or even if you didn't, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Join my Patreon so that you can support the podcast and get early access to these episodes. I love you guys so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Mwah. This podcast is brought to you by Pearl's Community Restoration, healing the soul to restore the body.